up. Been thinking about McDonald's all day. Can't get it off my mind. I can already taste it. Ooh, got my mind on my mouth and my mouth ready for some Mickey D's deal. There's a deal for every moment at McDonald's. Right now, get two of your favorites for just $3.50. Mix and match a classic McChicken, a hot and spicy McChicken, or a juicy McDouble. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Single item at regular price. Oh, motherfucker, you can't have my cornbread. That's for damn sure. Because if you try to take my cornbread, part two of my killing spree going to begin up in here on your ass right now. If you think about my cornbread, they get the taste out your mouth. That's for damn sure. Now fuck him, fuck this, cause I'm from New York City, goddammit. Nobody take no farm bread than me. That go for you and any other you motherfucking farmers wanna try some shit. You fuck around with me, it's gonna be consequences and repercussions. What's good? What's good? Welcome to another episode of the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. It's Trey Frazier, Maestro Styles here yeah. in the house. Uh, make sure y'all follow us on Twitter at Barbershop SPOR2. Also, you can find us on the Facebook page as well as the Instagram page at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. And also, you can find us on YouTube. Make sure if you got YouTube, subscribe to the channel. Trey Frazier, Maestro Styles in the building. Uh, we got a legend, sports legend, a sports talk legend in the building right here, OG man. In the game. No doubt, no doubt. You, you, let, you heard let, of, let's be clear. Let's be clear. Up? The OG that got kind of got us to where we at right now. No doubt. No uh, doubt. They, he's they, 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 you know he's a part of this family. They call, they call me the pod father. Yeah, the pod father. We got you. <laughs> yeah. We got you. Anybody who do, anybody who says you not got to deal with me. Yeah, that's what's up, man. I appreciate <laughs> that, bro. We, we, we got you. We got you, man. This is uh, of Two Live Stews fame. He's one half of the Two Live Stews. That's the homie Doug Stewart. Doug, man, what's going on, man? Thank you for joining us. What's, what's popping? Man, no, no problem, man. Thank you all for having me, bro. It's been a minute. Yes, sir. Um, but uh, if I could come on and chop it up with y'all for a minute, she, I'd do that. I love that. I'd do that yes, for sir. free. They were paying yeah. me at one point, but I'd do it for free. Yes, oh, sir. Oh, man, we appreciate yes, that. Because we they definitely say, ain't got no bread. You can't do it for free. You can't make no money off of it no way, right? Exactly. That's yes, yeah. That's yeah. I, Doug, I appreciate that because we, we ain't got no bread to pay you. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, but man, other, otherwise, man, uh, let me just say this real quickly. And, uh, you know, we get to the questions and all that, man. You are uh, a part of this family here at the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. I remember a little over four years ago, you sought us out. We came onto your network. 
we generated fans, we got a fan base going, and you know, you were still doing your thing with the sports talk circuit with your own show, the Doug Stewart Them show. Day ones are still here right now. Yes, 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 yes. and yeah. so we we, we just want to say we appreciate you yes, for sir. putting yes, us sir. on your platform. And allowing us to grow and that also develop relationships like we've been on other shows. I've actually traveled to cities, you know, right. just to do other guys' shows and all that good stuff. So, you even know, we, made a we, little bit, even made a little bit of just a little bit, but made a little bit of money. Just, you know, made a little bit of money. A little bit. Yeah. Made a little yeah, bit. Man, I mean, um, <laughs> it's interesting when I started doing my show after. We got shown the door in like 2012. I went for a couple of years waiting for another radio job. Never happened. Um, hate to even get to that because it's very, very political. Mm-hmm. But um, mm. I was like, at some point, I'm going to go ahead and start trying to do a, a podcast. And then it kind of morphed into a network. And I think from the, the uh, Stewart Media and Entertainment Network, we probably had between 15 and 20 shows that from listeners – um, popped up on the network as well and did their mm-hmm. own shows. And you, and you guys had one, and we love to hear different perspectives from people and from different parts of the country. And so y'all up in the, the DMV area, that's perfect. You know, people interested to find out what's going on in Baltimore, what's going on in D.C. sports-related. So it was a, a perfect fit, perfect match. Y'all still doing it. I'm not really doing it anymore. I mean, I still have the capability. Yes, sir. But I just yep. haven't had the time. Like I can, I can pop on on the mic right now. I still got the whole setup and everything. I just, mm-hmm. I haven't been able to do it. But to have y'all's voices, man, coming from the DMV area, man, is super cool uh, to hear the opinions from up there and whatnot. So yeah, I mean, uh, a, a lot has come from the Doug Stewart Show and the Two Live Stews Radio Network. But it's all good, man. I, I enjoy seeing you guys' show and other shows once again that sprouted up from. From the original show. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, no matter how much you don't do the show anymore, Doug, that's still in your blood. That's why right. you still have that microphone set up and that stage yeah. set up oh, and yeah. all that stuff. That just stuff I just like, never leaves I, your blood. I personally enjoy listen, watching everybody you know, on social media talking about, oh, y'all, Doug about to do one today. He about to go crazy. He about to do one today. <laughs> right. <laughs> I personally enjoy that. Yeah, man. I, uh, uh, and it, it is like even before I had this long layoff, I don't think I've done a show since February. Mm-hmm. But mm. I used to go through periods of, uh, you know, a month, month and a half or so um, and not doing a show. But once I got back on it, I mean, we did it so long. We did it 12 years. So do the math. Yeah. 12 mm. years it's on radio. And we did a show five days a week. We mm. probably we used to take off the whole month of December. Now we did right. used to do that. Okay. When you do the math, 12 years, five shows a week for, mm. you know, 48 uh, weeks out of the year. It's right. a lot of shows. And right. so uh, that coupled in with the ESPN stuff and, and whatnot. So it's it's like riding a bike. This this mm-hmm. thing here is like riding a bike. Mm-hmm. No doubt, yes, no sir. doubt. Yes, and, and, and speaking of, you know, going back to February when the last time you did a show, and obviously since February we've, you know, been on – such a shutdown of, you know, everything from the economy to jobs to schools, right. you know, due to COVID. Um, right. How are you personally dealing with uh, COVID-19 and how has your family been able to navigate through this time? Well, well uh, thank God we haven't had any Corona issues in the house. Mm-hmm. So at the start of Corona, my two oldest daughters was living here. Um, my youngest daughter, obviously wife. Uh, my father-in-law has been living with us. And so, knock on wood, we haven't had any issues with corona. 
Um, the job's been great. I actually got a promotion. That's that's the main reason why I haven't been doing any show. Appreciate yes, it. Yes, sir. I got promoted to associate partner with New York Life. Okay, so mm-hmm. I started with New York Life in 2018, got promoted in June this year uh, to associate partner. And so my job now, all I do is I don't even write life insurance anymore. Mm. All I do now is hire and develop new agents into my into my office. Yes, sir. And um, so with that, with the training for that, man, I just haven't had the time. Like they're really pushing a brother. Mm-hmm. When, I t- when I tell you this uh, this new position, but it's all worth it. Um, love, I love my job. I love the company I'm with. Um, it's just that you know I, I just don't have the time to do the show like I want to. At some point, I'm gonna pop on and surprise y'all. Yeah, but um, yo, we expecting as, it. Yeah, as far we as far as uh, handling everything during the virus, I, I basically worked from my home office uh, before the virus. Okay. Mm-hmm. So my job entailed as an agent, 90% of the customers I talked to were over the phone. And so right. now we're probably doing 90% over the phone now where I'm uh, interviewing people, hiring people, going through all of the training. We're doing it all on Zoom, the same platform mm-hmm. that we're on right now. And so it's nothing really changed for me as far as uh, the amount of time that I was out in the streets or, or, or meeting in the office. We only met in the office like one time a week. So really it's no different than what I did my daily schedule than uh, it was before COVID. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Well, look, man, we ain't gonna we ain't gonna hold you no further, man. We gonna do what what you do the best, man. <laughs> okay. We gonna, we gonna talk a little. We gonna talk a little. You know what I mean? And yeah. and, and you know, my eyes lit up immediately offline when you said uh, Lamar Jackson. You know, that's my favorite guy to talk about right now. Right now, oh, I love. Man. I love so. Uh, just tell me how you feel. Um, obviously, uh, Lamar Jackson MVP. Uh, they just lost to Pittsburgh. I'm, you know, what I'm saying you see me repping crazy, right, right. crazy. And, Stop that. Um, <laughs> I mean, your take? Because look, obviously, obviously, we wasn't expecting him to have a you know that same kind of season that he had last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, how do you feel about Lamar Jackson and, you know, where he's at right now from MVP season to half uh, this year? Um, well, first of all, I think that the Ravens, they aren't doing, and I talked about this on Facebook. We got a Facebook chat group, mm-hmm. two live two Facebook chat group with like 6,000 members. And I talked about this like after game two or three this year. They aren't utilizing him the way that they did last year. Um, with the offense that they had where they were they had the three and four tight end sets. You know, it's easy to throw to a tight end. Okay. Mm-hmm. Those yep. are some easy throws to make. It's usually a mismatch combination. If you, oh, you yeah. guys ever played Madden before? Right. Okay. So yep. you remember on Madden, man, when you had Vic and Algie mm-hmm. Crumpler, like that's a easy, easy throw, read and throw for a quarterback. And so he's not the you know, Joe Montana or Dan Marino. So they made him real comfortable having those three and four tight end sets. They're not doing that this year. They mm-hmm. traded Hayden Hurst to the Falcons, which was definitely a good piece to have of your um, Lamar Jackson. I just, I, just I, I, I think they're trying to incorporate more of wide receiver play. You saw they signed Des Bryant. Yep. I just don't think that that's going to be the strong suit for this young man, which you saw last year in his MVP season. Is his strong suit. Um, having the extra tight ends, you know, on the field is extra blocking that helps mm-hmm. them with the run game. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay? And so when you take those tight ends off and you add the smaller, especially uh, wide receivers, 
that's less blocking, that's less yardage out of the, the running game, and it just it just throws everything off from what they did so well last year. That being said, he's got to step up, man. I mean, whenever they have a game where they're going against a quote unquote good team, yeah. he's struggling. He's struggling, man, and I don't know whether he's pressing. It does seem like he's pressing sometime to me. Um, here's the thing: I think you don't win MVP on a whim. Like, like it wasn't yeah, luck right, that, right. that that helped them or caused them to win the MVP last year. Right. So he's got the talent. You, you, people forget what he did in college, even though college is, has nothing to do with the NFL. People forget how dynamic this kid was last year. And yeah, he might have some bad games. But don't forget the man was the MVP, MVP of the league, mm-hmm. okay? Facts. That just didn't happen. Right, that just didn't happen by luck. And so I think maybe it's going to be the progression that he gets better at throwing the football. Maybe they go back to what they were doing last year. And you got to remember, remember, people forget. You remember when Michael Jordan came to the league and they couldn't get past Detroit? They, yep. Jordan did not, and the Bulls did not win their first championship till year seven. Seven. So okay. year seven, so yeah. We looking at this kid. We're looking at this kid now and expect him because of what he did last year. We expect him to win a Super Bowl or at least make it to a Super Bowl. It's not that easy as a learning progression. We're, I'm hoping maybe at some point we're going to look back and be like after he wins two or three Super Bowls. You know, man, y'all remember everybody was down on Lamar after mm-hmm. he struggled against Pittsburgh and that year after he won the MVP he struggled. Same thing we said about Jordan yeah. until he did yep. it. Yeah. So I think the kid's got a ton of upside, man. Um, I, I hope Baltimore and uh, and the coach, the coaching staff there. I hope they stand by him and just let this man grow and find his way in the league. Simple as that. Yeah, and I I agree with everything you said. Uh, I look, he don't throw outside the numbers yet, and I'm not saying right. he'll never develop it. I, I'm not saying none of that, but it's um, and I hate to keep making this RG three comparison, but it's like, look, he has a certain thing that he's going to be good at off the break. Right. Exploit that until you know he can do the other things. Right. The second you try to make him do something else, now, now we're looking at it. And then it's not like anybody outside of Marquise Brown, who we still don't really know if he's going to be good yet. It's right. not like nobody on the outside scares you on defense looking at this team. So it's like, all right, pack everything in close and make him run for his life. Some yeah. he ran That team ran for 265 yards Sunday and lost. Right, yeah, and they, and they, and they would have won outside of the turnovers. If they yeah. didn't have the turnover, they probably were going to win that game. Uh, what are they five and two or four and two right now? Five and two, Doug. Five and two, Doug. Yeah. They it, lost it, it, two no. games. They should have won this past weekend. In all likelihood, they they probably should have won this weekend. They didn't. They're five and two. Legitimately, could be six and one. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, and it seems like after they lose. There's so much expected of them that it's a letdown, and and, the, and everybody in the media goes crazy. They're five and two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you know, mm-hmm. you got to look at the bright side as, as well sometimes. Yeah, you Doug, like I I, I agree. I, I I agree, Doug, with you know some of the things you said. We are five and two, and I think despite the fact we're two games out of the division, I think we're still in a good spot. Like, can we right. still accomplish? All our goals, yes, we can. We're, you know, right now, we make the playoffs as the five seed. So, you know, right. anything is possible in that regard. Um, Maestro, right. when you said something about throwing outside the numbers when I was at your crib, you know, watching the game the other day, this I is exactly this is exactly what I was saying 
preseason when we had a couple of guests on our show as far as him wanting to improve on his passing. And everybody got on me about, well, he threw for 36 touchdowns. What do you mean he needs to improve? It's like, I'm not talking about the stats. I'm not talking about the lack of, you know, throwing interceptions, which is great. I mean, he threw 36 and 6. That's a pretty good ratio to have. It's not the touchdowns. It's not the throwing yards. It's can he throw outside the numbers, you know, versus him throwing in the middle of the field because he's great at throwing in the middle of the field. Like he's every, great at like that. Every quarterback should be coming into the league. Like, right. When you don't have to throw out to the outs. Yeah. Like, like right. That's but nice. pre, but you know, going back to the previous quarterback, Flacco, Flacco's problem early on was he couldn't throw in the middle of the field, but he was so good at throwing outside the numbers. Now with Lamar coming in, Lamar's great at throwing in the middle of the field, but when you need some throws and some catches down the sideline to stop the clock in those, you know, last minute situations, I'm 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 still waiting for Lamar to make those kinds of throws. Right. You know? So yeah, I, I, I agree with I, you know I, what you're saying there. I, I hate I hate to make excuses for him because I mean hell he's a pro. Mm-hmm. Um this is what his third year or second year? Third year. Third year. This is third year. I mean um I think I think he'll improve. And it and it seems like to me it's important to him. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like like there was this argument about Vic and he's clearly the closest person to Vic. There was this argument about Vic that he really didn't care or he really wasn't that concerned about getting better. Yeah. I, I think this kid wants to be good. Right. Okay. And that's that's half the battle in my opinion, man. So, you know, give him some time. I mean, they play in their tough division. I mean, that 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 Chiefs team from last year. Mm-hmm. It's one of the best teams we've probably ever seen. I mean, at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, it's a situation where they kind of run into a buzzsaw. I mean, don't forget, once again, I'm going to mention it again. They had Pittsburgh where they wanted them this weekend. Yeah, all game. Okay? Literally yep. all game. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So if he makes some adjustment, he grows as a quarterback the later we come into the season. There's a very good chance they're going to see each other in the playoffs, you know. So, you know, let's, let's let the year play out. Round right, two so coming up. <laughs> Okay. Are you concerned about Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs becoming the new New England Patriots and Lamar Jackson never uh, crossing that threshold? No, I don't think so. I don't see you that. I don't see that. that. And, and Mahomes has struggled in a couple – I wouldn't say struggled, mm-hmm. but some teams have kind of figured them out to a degree this year. Um, mm-hmm. I, I still think they're probably the best team in the league, clearly, right, right now. There's mm-hmm. a lot of teams that regressed this year. Um, but – I don't think that they're going to have a run like the Patriots. See, the thing about the Patriots, you got to remember, is the Patriots got everybody playbook over the last 20 years. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. They got everybody's playbook. Y'all supposed yeah. to laugh at that, man. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> we know what I, you I mean. No, I have we, no comedy <laughs> in that because they had my playbook. Right, yeah, right. they had everybody's playbook. I, yeah. I don't find it funny. <laughs> they, they've got, they had everybody's playbook yeah. over the yeah. last 20 years under <laughs> Belichick and Tom Brady. So I, I don't I don't think we'll ever see another run like that, man. Yeah. I yeah. mean the way free agency is, um, the way the game's played now, man, the game is vertical as opposed to, you know, up the middle of the field run you know, five yards in a cloud of dust. Mm-hmm. I mean, th- these offensive schemes are so sophisticated now, bro. I just I don't see another team having a run like the Patriots have had over uh over the last fifteen, twenty years. How you feel about the Patriots fall of a dynasty that is clearly happening? 
Well, I mean, listen, another thing. I'm always going to root for the black quarterback. Yes, I mean, sir. Bottom line. Because no I, doubt. I, I, no I, doubt. I've studied and talked about the, the, the plight of the black quarterback over the years, you know, going back to, I don't know, Doug Williams. All right. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, so I hate, I, 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 it's crazy because I hate the Patriots, mm-hmm. but I want Cam to succeed. I want Cam to succeed so much just to, just to shut up the naysayers. And to watch him struggle, man, and make the bad plays. And it's not really been bad, bad, but it's it's not been Cam Newton. Yeah. He's not the same play. He's not 23 right. years old. So maybe Father Time has caught up with him a little bit. Um, that being said, man, I, it's, it's interesting because they don't have a good team. You're right. Okay, they don't have mm-hmm. good players around Cam. Right. But no one in national media really wants to – Focus on that, you know. At the end of the day, the quarterback gets all the glory and he takes yep. all of the blames. So I get it. I just, I just wish that they could have a better season for Cam's sake, man. Because I told y'all this before we came on. I hate for people to have the ability to say, "I told you so." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so Cam, Cam, Cam has haters galore. Um, people hate the style of play of Lamar Jackson. So that's not sustainable or running quarterback and never do. So now those people over the last past weekend, they have they have a voice now. You know, yeah. it was quiet all before. But when they like when they got in the car, they they, they was talking again, you know, mm-hmm. right, <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Told, told you Lamar ain't all of that. I, I hate that. I don't like but that. You're, yeah, you're, you're forgetting about an MVP season running and passing and winning games. And the minute that this kid has a bad subpar game, you go in on him. I mean, right. that, that's that's fake to me. Yeah, yeah no doubt, no doubt. I don't, I don't like it, even though I, I like it because it's Pittsburgh doing it in, <laughs> in, in, in Lamar Jackson's case. Um, I don't like it in Cam Newton's case, even though it's hard for me to defend him right now. Yeah, it is. Um, it is. It's, it it's is. really hard for me to defend him because it's turnovers is coming with it. So it'd be yeah. one thing if you was doing okay, but y'all was losing. I could say, well, it's not his fault. He's doing his thing. But he's really not, and then he still. Um, and look, I'm not gonna never tell no black man don't, you know, be out here strutting. You, you know, right. be cocky, be arrogant. Is right. we right. have to be right. But it's it, it's a bad taste in your mouth right this second. Right. I'm not gonna say, hey, just you know, chill. Right. But it would would it smooth over a little different if Cam Newton wasn't so brash, Cam wasn't Newton-ish. so. Yeah, right. Yeah, if the Newton-ish. swag wasn't so high, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, just right. turn it down a little bit, but he's not going to turn it down because that's who he is. Yeah. But it, it, it's it's like fuel to the fire because he going to have the terrible game he had last week, but he's still going to wear the outrageous outfit yeah. after the game. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> All right, enough. Enough about the – <laughs> All right, en- enough about this. L- let's get to your team, the Falcons, Doug. Um, <laughs> give me, give me, give me your thoughts about what's been happening. This so you you, you fired you fired the coach, you fired the yeah. GM, and now they're talking about trading Julio Jones and right. you know getting rid of some of the good players on the team. Give give me your thoughts overall so far. What's going Hold on? on with that's them. a real thing. Yeah, I mean, there's rumors. There's rumors. It's rumors. It's rumors. Yeah, they're talking about Green Bay. I read something today about Green Bay. Yep, exactly. Um, Do not do that. (laughs) Bottom line is they're cursed, man. Yeah, I mean, Mm -hmm. there's there's no way you can you can say anything else. And there's a lot of reasons on why they 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 might be cursed. You know, they built the new stadium. They they made this historic Black Atlanta church. Yeah, Um, they they claimed eminent domain and made them. You know, tore the tore the church down, and that's mm-hmm. where the new stadium is built at. 
but they've <laughs> lost games in the most horrible way, going back to the Super Bowl. And if y'all remember, I was doing the podcast during the Super Bowl, yes. and I said it then. The way they lost that Super Bowl, it's going to take a long time mm-hmm. for, this, for this organization to, to get back on track. Yeah. Because that that's still the most hurtful thing I've ever seen in my life. No yeah. doubt. Then the way they lose three, not two, but three ball games this year in dramatic fashion at the very end. Mm. The yeah. It's curse, man. There's no other way to say it. Mm. Man, man, not knowing what an onside kick is. Yeah, that'll definitely lose you some ball games right there, man. Man, that's how girly a couple of weeks ago, man. Mm. Yeah, that's how yeah. girly. He forgot he couldn't score. Yeah, that's crazy. Mm. Yeah, Bros, we talking to people that get paid to do this. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And and what's so crazy about that, Doug, was that the Detroit Lions defender was right there, and he was like, oh, it's yeah. a touchdown. Like, they wanted right. to get Stafford the ball back because they know their defense yeah. ain't good enough to close a ball game out. Yeah, everybody was in on the joke except for Ty Gurley. You know what I'm saying? Now, that's what it looked like to me. Like, you can tell, like, they were stepping to a side, letting him run. Yeah. But they were kind of giving the impression by touching him. Like, listen, we were really, really trying to attack you, but they really weren't. You look at the yeah. video. They're like part in the Red Sea. And then the one dude has him, but he kind of mm. pushes him in the end zone. It was, yeah. it was a bad look, but that's the Falcons. Mm. I mean, we literally are mm. used to that, bro. We're used to mm. it down here. Mm. Mm. Man, how that's terrible. How does this curse go away, man? I, I, I know you ain't got too much time. I, I just want to know how you think this curse is going to go away, man. I, how many I, Hail Murrays? I don't know, man. I have no clue. I've been here. This is my 25th year in Atlanta, man. And when I tell you I've seen some heartbreaking sports games here, mm. if you're talking about the Falcons and the, and the Hawks, I mean, just yeah. heartbreak after heartbreak uh. after heartbreak, man. It's just it's unbelievable. Man, mm. man, man. Yeah. I got one last question for you, um, Doug. Okay. And um, I just want to get your thoughts on, and this is some lighter news here, your Lakers win the chip in the bubble. LeBron James, <laughs> Anthony Davis, Rajon Rondo, they get it done. Um, tell, tell the people how you're feeling, man. <laughs> hey, man, it, it, was, it was only proper. I mean, yeah. um, with losing the great Kobe Bean Bryant this year, um, it was only proper. I thought we had the best team. Uh, my brother-in-law bet me $500 that the Clippers were going to get further in the playoffs than the Lakers, so mm. I won there as well. But but I, I think that it was kind of like it was written, man. They were doing this thing for Kobe. The only thing, they tried to come out in the uh, the Black Mama jerseys mm-hmm. and win game six, and they didn't do that. That mm-hmm. was kind of hurtful. Yeah. Um, but but this year is, you know, COVID, um, losing Kobe, and the Lakers winning it, I'd say, for Kobe, who most of those guys played against him and. Uh, mm-hmm. Very fond yeah. of them, especially the younger players like Anthony Davis. Man, those guys grew up. You yeah, know, Kobe was there, yeah. Michael Jordan. Yeah, and uh, right, right. It's just sad, man. It's unbelievable. I, it's still unbelievable to think that this man is gone, and, and especially in such a tragic way. But I'm happy the Lakers got 17. We like we, we like Ric Flair, 17-time world champions. <laughs> yes, sir. I mean, I was happy, man. And, yes, and sir. You know, anybody that said they wanted to put an asterisk on this championship. Yep. It's crazy. Yeah. I, yeah. Nah. I, I yeah. think I, I think that they actually get a lot of kudos for being professionals and playing hard without that fanfare behind them, without yeah. the fans cheering. Okay? Under those conditions too, man. Under those conditions, yeah. I mean, really, we didn't have home court advantage like we normally would. Yeah, yeah. right. Think about yep. it like that. A game seven is in our stadium. Uh, with, it's a with, neutral game. With, 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 with fans going crazy. This pretty much... 
these playoffs were pretty much like neutral games. You're exactly mm-hmm. They all were neutral, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, very excited. I've been a Laker fan since 81, 82. Yes, sir. Um, I'm from the great state of South Carolina. I have to always explain this to people. Why are you a Laker fan? You live in Georgia. I'm from South Carolina. And when I grew up, um, all that was on TV on Sundays was Lakers, Celtics, 76ers. All yeah. my friends were 76ers fans. I wanted to be a Laker fan. I Kareem, Kareem and Magic. I like Kareem. I like Magic, who came along a little bit later. That's my team forever and ever, baby. Yes, sir. Yes, no sir. doubt. No doubt. Hey, tell uh, tell everyone where they can find you at on social media. Hey, man, Doug Stewart. Um, if you if, if your listeners, I, I guess the majority of your listeners are in the DMV area. Is, is that probably right? Um, between there and Atlanta. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So so anybody listening to this, man, I uh, I am hiring. New York Life is hiring, and if you. Mm-hmm ever thought about getting into the financial services industry, man, and you live um, in Metro Atlanta, uh, maybe you have a, a son that just graduated from college. This is a phenomenal way to get into the business, okay? New York Life just doesn't sell life insurance. We also do investments, uh, retirement planning, mutual funds, stocks, bonds. We do it all. You just have mm-hmm. to pass and get different licenses to sell different investment products. If you know anyone in the Metro Atlanta area, have them reach out to me, 678 770 8073. All right. That's 678-770-8073. Um, not guaranteeing I can give anybody a job, but we'll we'll go through the interview process for sure on their recommendation that they listen to the Barbershop Sports Talk podcast. Right on. That's right. Right on. Right. I yeah. love it. Yeah. I love What's it. Up? OG, man. Uh we gotta do it more often, OG. That's what's up, man. I appreciate it, bro. I'm sorry I got to run, man, but I got to jump on another one of these calls here in a second. All right, All right man. No appreciate doubt. You, Thank man. you so much appreciate for doing it. this, man. Appreciate right, it. No problem. No love, problem. Love, love, love. My love. All right. That was the homie Doug Stewart of Two Live Stews fame right there. Uh, All right. So um, let me ask you. Uh, Yep. This joint, you got a remaining time thing on? You got something recording? Uh, I do. Okay, um, I'll just maybe, make sure. I, but I, I, I think it's gonna time out. So I was, I was I just actually to make sure it wasn't going to affect the podcast. I just saw. Oh, okay, it might. But let, let's, you know, just well, kind of see for a second here. I'm about to say, cut it off and find out. Instead of going, I don't want to get in my jam and then. Right. No, I, I got you. I got you. So it's, it's not recording right now, but yet the okay. um, remaining time is still there. So okay. Well, so what we, we should be good. Yeah. Well, well, we're only good for five minutes. <laughs> I, I think this oh, is gonna. Oh, so this joint only lasts. I think so it's on the. On... I think it's on the forty-minute uh, limit, which I didn't think it would be. I thought you had to have a certain number of people on here for it to have that forty-minute limit. Do that because if you remember when we, if you remember when we did this a few weeks ago, we were on here longer than forty minutes. Yeah. So I, I'm just wondering, maybe if you know a third person maybe activated that. That's probably. Or no, or it may be based on your um, your computer memory. Mm. Okay. Okay. So. Um, okay. So well, I don't know how you want. I don't know how you want to play this. I I, I don't know if how you want to play this. I mean, I, I, if if I could keep it a buck with you, uh, what else do we need to talk about? Um. I mean, we got some other games to talk about. And okay. uh, I certainly so you wanted do a to part two. You yeah, do yeah, two? yeah, yeah. We could, we could definitely do a part two. Um, and you know, definitely want to dig a little deeper into you know Raven Steelers. Um, okay. I know we talked. A, I know we talked a lot about it, but there's certainly some no, we stuff. No, we did. We really just talked about Lamar Jackson. 
Yeah. Okay. We ain't talking I mean, about the game. Lamar, Lamar's the big piece, but I hear you. No, he's I not. I, no, I he's not. <laughs> what you mean? <laughs> the fact that we still undefeated and beat y'all asses is the, is the big part. I I wouldn't describe it that way. We That's beat y'all asses. Right <laughs> we beat y'all asses. How was that? And we still undefeated. <laughs> uh, we beat y'all asses. Look at the chat. Look at the stats. Lamar the stats, was the, Lamar. The Lamar turned it over twice. Uh, Lamar gave on, Lamar yeah, gave y'all over four times. Lamar gave y'all fourteen points. That's what I'm talking. I'm talking about the two turnovers uh, that led to points. Yeah, okay. he 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 turned it over four times, but two in particular led to points. You know. That made okay. a difference, a big know. difference in this game. See. I don't know. Can you see that? Um, you know it's what? Probably backwards. It's probably it, backwards. No, but it says, it's, it's no. It's not backwards. It says twenty-eight, twenty-four. Steelers win. That's you know, what the stats I, say. I do have the power to shut your screen off too. That's what the stats say. <laughs> I, I, I do have a power 24. to do that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right, well, well, yeah. Well, yeah. We won't hold. It. Let's let's come out. Let's come out of this one. Yeah. Um, uh, look, uh, first and foremost, uh, everybody who tuned in to the interview with the great OG legend, Doug Stewart, we appreciate you. Um, that We're going to come back out, come back in, do a whole nother episode. Make sure you follow us on uh, Instagram at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Follow me at Maestro Styles. Follow Trey at Trey Frazier. Um, make sure you like the Facebook page, subscribe to the YouTube page on Twitter also. Don't let me forget that. Yep. Um, I'm on at Maestro Styles and Trey is um, at Barbershop SPOR2. He runs the podcast Twitter account. So when you see the Ravens bias, it's because he runs our account. Um, that's what, just what that is. For uh, Trey Frazier, Maestro Styles, um, we are going to run a part two. So yep, yep. Y'all, get, y'all, and- get, y'all get two podcasts. And and shout out to Big Kev three hundred three RC uh, KC AKA Professor X. Shout out for y'all coming into the chat and uh, listening to Doug. You know, you know, talk that talk. So appreciate y'all coming this, in. So we, yeah, we coming right back with another def- podcast so we can get in depth. Yep. Yep. All right. Peace. <sighs> The only thing better than grinding all night for your side hustle is your roommate picking you up with Mickey D's breakfast. The perfect pickup deal. There's a deal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, taste breakfast perfection when you get a warm and savory sausage McMuffin with egg for just $2.50. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Enjoy. Thanks. The order breakfast at the McDonald's drive-thru. Tell yourself you'll wait to eat it at work, but it smells way too good. So you eat it right there in the McDonald's parking lot meal. There's a meal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, get any size iced coffee for 99 cents until 11 a.m. And pair it with your favorite breakfast sandwich or one of our tasty bakery treats. Price and participation may vary. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. McDonald's. I'm loving it.